Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinion. Pop Pinions. I hope I hope people aren't listening to headphones with that. That's I know. Always bad. Um Episode. Episode. One fourteen. Yeah. I I threw myself off with that. You really did. It's out hard of, when you go out of rhythm there, right? Of what we're used to. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh my god. Out of rhythm. Case, yeah. how you doing? I'm okay. Tired. Always. I've been sleeping well, and so I'm tired. And your uterus hates you. My uterus hates me, you guys. Ugh. It's so hard being a woman at this age. It's not talked about enough, and I'm really struggling with it. So, I mean, I'm getting, like, like I'm trying to be proactive. I'm getting tests done, and I'm, like, trying, but it's just really difficult. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a rough week with that. Work has been pretty dead, I would say. So I'm, and I'm almost ready for Christmas and it's not even the first of December. Well, it is the first of December when this airs, Yes, but Christmas spirit, I'm really like into it this year and I'm almost done. I just have to get a few little things that go into things. I don't want to say, I just have to get some stuff stocking. Got to get some stuff. I get some little things and I'm really excited this year. So yeah, I'm excited with when the Christmas holidays fall too, because we go to school right to the 23rd next day. It just, it's in it. We're in it. Just go, go, just, go, go. I mean, cause Christmas Eve is our day. It's like our favorite day and more than even Christmas. Like we like Christmas, but Christmas Eve, we just, we have a thing going here. Like it's just a rhythm. We like it. Vibe. It is a vibe. I have a little surprise for that night. I might tell you guys, but I'm not going to tell you right now. And Is it a game? Maybe. If it's the game, actually, I won't say the game I'm thinking of, but there's a game I was thinking about getting because it seemed really fun. Oh, get it. I have to see if I can actually get it. Oh. I just like saw that it exists. Or like I've seen that it exists. But did you I... see that I sent you something on TikTok, a game? No. Oh, weird. What, what did you send me? I can't remember now. But is, it, I'm, is it the one with the letters? Can you like tap it? Oh no, I've seen that though. It's at um, I, it's at um, chapters. Oh I yeah, have, I will go get that. That's the game I want to get. Oh, perfect. Apple. I be, I, I be so good at that game. Yeah, K- that'll be fun. It would be fun because <laughs> I will be horrible. How are you, Jack? I'm good. Uh, it's your birthday. Yes, fresh off the twenty third. Yes. Very fun. Just very. Very me kind of party. Very it low really key. Was. Play some games. Have some fun. Some drinks. It was fun. And then you guys woke up the next day and I made you guys brunch and you guys watched the soccer game that they lost. That'll be, I think, Friday podcasting with uh, the Padre. And yeah. So it was, a, it was a rough go. I mean, also after drinking until 5 a.m. and then waking up at 10 and then at 1130 getting offered a beer in which we all kind of peer pressured ourselves thanks to Andy. It was funny because um, one of your friends was like super, super rough. Like he was like, I'm barely holding on here. And then there's like one, two, three, four of you sitting on the couch. And uh, Padre comes in and goes, "Uh, does anybody want a beer? And Andy immediately was like, yeah, next guy. Yeah, I'll take a beer. You're like, yeah. And then the guy that's like super, super rough is like, yeah, I'll take one. I was like, what? Because it wasn't. You guys ch- eat. Can I make you some food? <laughs> and, and then then you made us breakfast. I did. It was well, very nice. it just feel like for me when I drink, like the immediately I have to eat because if I don't, I'll be really sick. Like, and I need like bagels or like something like 
substantial, right? Like egg. Well, I don't normally eat eggs, but like maybe on that kind of occasion I would. But yeah, eggs, bacon, hash brown. Yeah, like you kind of need like a greasy breakfast. Anyways, and, good. And I got over my sickness, which if I sound sick right now, it's because I played hockey last night. Yes. With seven people. Oh, so my we had gosh. Two subs on the bench. Two guys played the entire game. And at just the day after, I always it's just like I feel like I have a chest cold for a day, and then I usually just can we tell people why you're not sick, Jack? Are you like are we promoting Golden Seal or something? Yeah, yeah uh, Golden Seal, which is the worst tasting thing in the world. Lisa introduced me to it. Shout it, out, Lisa! It, it is incredible in its healing powers, but also I gagged every time. I honestly, no, it's like the worst thing ever, but it will keep your sickness at bay generally if if you catch it at the right time like sometimes there's no hope and it's sorry you're just going to be sick but if you catch it this stuff is like magic so golden seal it's good and then sunday we went to the movies yes we did and we saw knives out the new knives out a the glass glass onion, onion a knives out mystery so yeah it's a part of the same franchise, but I think people should know this isn't a sequel. No, it's totally different people. Great cast. I loved the cast. Um, the movie itself was good. I would say it was good. I, the other one was excellent. Yes. I think the what this movie did better was the extravagance of yeah. going into it. The characters know this is a murder mystery, but it, there is those twists and turns in there. It's supposed to be this murder mystery game. Yeah. But it does not turn out to be a game. Yes. And you have Ed Norton, uh, Catherine Hahn, Kate Hudson, Madeline Klein, Leslie Odom Jr., who I have a major crush on. Um, obviously, Daniel Craig, Janelle Monet, uh, Dave Bautista. Mm -hmm. This is like totally going off memory wise. So I'm just like trying to go when they're in that room and I'm just like trying to go around. Did I get everyone? Do you think? Uh, there was Kate oh, Hudson's assistant, but I yeah, can't remember her name. I don't know her name either. I'm sorry, but it was good. Like it's entertaining and Kate Hudson is awesome in it. I loved her character. She plays like kind of like the ditzy. She's because everybody, they're all there because they're this group of friends from way back when, but like they're all successful in their own ways. Like, we have scientists and Catherine Hahn's a political figure. Mm -hmm. Kate Hudson is a failed actress. I would actress. say, yeah, social media. Like, she's like an, no, I wouldn't say influencer. I'd say she is definitely something in that realm of, like, actress that. And even Dave Bautista is, like, a men's rights, like, YouTuber yeah. pretty much. Or, like, he's on Twitch. Like, he is an, he is an influencer. Yeah. But then Edward Norton is just, like, this guy that owns, he basically... I don't know if any, I'm sure people have said this, but he's like kind of just like Elon Musk. Like yeah. It's kind of, that is his type kind of, of character. character. Like it, he owns this like tech company and like. This whole island that and, they all and, end up in. And, and Glass Onion is not a metaphorical thing. There is a literal Glass Onion. Yeah. As a building. Yeah. Yeah. So it is good. It just wasn't like, it didn't have the same. It wasn't the same as the first one. The first one was just so unique and so... Which I'm glad they didn't just try to remake the movie. Totally agree. But it is to me, it was like 10, 15 minutes too long. Where like yeah. we couldn't... we could like, I just don't think they figured out the ending. It was just... And then it just... It, the ending, you're like, we're what? blowing <laughs> stuff up and it just kind of goes away from what the story was. Because it is this like murder mystery. Like it's pretty funny. Like it's got... it's really well written until you could just tell it's like um i don't know let's just break stuff and blow stuff up yeah that kind of ending yeah but it shouldn't deter you from seeing it because it is worth 
it up until that point. It just sometimes it's hard when a movie ends and you're like, that was a crappy ending. But like you kind of have to remember the whole movie as like a whole. Right? Yeah, I would put it on the same level as like Baby Driver where right, the beginning exactly. and middle are so great. But that ending just yeah. really. That's the way I feel about um, the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga one, too. Oh, um, the one that they've redone a few times. Shallow. It's not. I don't think it's called Shallow. Um, good, good, good something. Wow. I have no way. Like, I don't even have a guess right now. That's so bad. I don't know. Um, good girl. No. no good. Anyways. The, that movie. I was. I don't know why. I just have. It's not a quiet place, but that's just the word I have in my. A star is born. A star is born. Good job, Jack. Thank you. Oh, I just broke part of my pencil. <laughs> you got excited there. Uh, yeah. I also wanted to tell an amazing story. It's gonna be very quick, and then we'll we'll get into what we're doing what today. What are you guys? So this is. I believe it's. It's not Sunday, or maybe. I don't. Know. I actually think it's Saturday before all the hoopla of the party. Okay. And. We're talking about this movie that's coming up. I don't remember what movie it was, but it's um No, it was an old movie that called you want to Wounds see. that Wounds. I had yeah. That so, I hadn't seen but I saw something for it and I was like, Oh, I haven't seen that movie. So I looked it up and we couldn't find it wherever I looked it up. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Oh, like especially this week on the podcast we're talking about nepotism babies like dakota fanning's in the movie army hammer i want to say i'm like oh i didn't know she was and then this is where the communication falls off Uh because i just go oh i didn't know she was a nepotism baby and we kind of go back and forth she's like yeah like her dad's don johnson like that's kind of and i was like oh that's weird i'm like are like her and l like um do they have the same parents and then that's where we cut the breakdown she's like what I'm what? like, yeah, like Dakota and Elle Fanning. She's like, oh, I meant Dakota Johnson. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yep, knew about Dakota yeah. Johnson. Yeah, that was, I know. It's a hard one, Dakota. It, that was a good. That was a good story, though. It was. I know. It was really funny because they were really going back and forth, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, did I say the wrong one? I sure did. Wrong Dakota. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, so today we're doing our IMCs. I watched Good Kids. You watched Everybody Wants Some. Yep. A little double dose, double dose of Zoe Deutsch. Wow. I just wish I said that better. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about nepotism babies. And I went back and fixed our top 10 IMCs. And we, we really struggled on it. Yeah, so we, we were just both one off of each other. And we're like, somebody has screwed up along the way. And we somehow were both wrong. We were both wrong. <laughs> so he fixed everything and we are ranking them today. So yeah, we went back and re-ranked the old ones. If you really want to hear those, we could do those at some point. But we're just doing our 10, our last 10. Yeah. We've you just done... had one though. You had one section or one of them that were like, I don't even know how you're going to pick, which anyways, it that was... one was like, it was the first first 10 that we've watched because so of course so now from this we've done 40 movies plus we didn't include the tv shows in yeah, the rankings right it's hard to compare especially like four episodes of community to like rough night like that's yeah a weird comparison it is yeah i know i agree uh i guess let's right let's do our top 10 okay. mc first yep you want to go uh sure i'll go first okay all right uh my number 10 is edge of tomorrow yes in terms of time loop movies unique than everything else but it just i don't know i think that movie i just felt like i was missing something okay yeah and i don't quite know what that was yeah that's fair um nine i have rocket man mm-hmm. just a fun story based on like loose events it was a fun movie but again like it was just like kind of going through the motions a bit it's also one of those movies where like 
especially the most recent two movies I've watched have been pretty short, but like they get the story in. Rocket Man was like over two hours. Yeah. And didn't really need to be. Yeah. Um, eight, I put good kids. And okay. I don't, I don't, th- this isn't an indictment on the movie. It's just, as I was looking at the movies, I, I do it where I just say, did I like this movie or this movie? And I just kind of figure it out from there. Yeah. I'll talk about good kids, obviously, in a couple minutes. Because that's your movie this week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven, La La Land. It's a musical. But wow, like, I gave you a couple of musicals yeah. hey, in this vlog. Oh, it was back to back. Oh, Rocket boy. Man and La La Land. Wow, sorry. Um, I enjoyed it. Just, yeah. But I also know it's not a movie that was made for me. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, six Ford versus Ferrari. It's it's amazing the movies that like you're now comparing. It's like La La Land or Ford versus Ferrari are just not the same yeah, type of movie. Totally. Um, five the Spectacular Now. Mm-hmm. I flip flop between Ford versus Ferrari and Spectacular Now, but like good coming of age, yeah. like different, not that different of a twist on it, but different enough. Um, four I put Short Term Twelve. Mm-hmm. Watch the last, or yeah, watch the last week. You can yeah. hear, hear about it last week. Um, three, The Bang Bang Club. Okay. Very, like, I just, that movie has stuck with me. Yeah. For how, like, serious the content was, but also, like, the passion of photography and, like, just the characters in it. Right. Were really good. Um, two, Last Flag Flying. Mm hmm. Uh, Steve Carell, Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Cranston. Brian, because the thing I remember about it so well is Brian Cranston plays a character I've never seen him play. Yeah, never seen that type of range where he's kind of the sarcastic asshole type of guy. Right, but he plays it perfectly, oh, and good. all the characters bounce off each other so well. And in a movie that like, it's pretty much just the three of them. Yeah, with like a few other characters sprinkled in. But number one, Stuck in Love. Oh, wow. I forgot about that one. The intermingled stories mm-hmm. I think are great. You have like the whole, I mean, I think it spoke to me more just because it's writers. Okay. And like Greg Kinnear, Lily Collins, who I don't know if we're. Nepotism. Nepotism baby. <laughs> uh, the other kid, uh, Nat Wolf, mm-hmm. I think is in it as well. Uh, good stories that like, cross over each other and it covers a lot of like good topics about like relationships and okay. love and all that kind of stuff so yeah, yeah nice number that's one a good list okay um mine is at number 10 we have rough night so uh, it was a rough one it was a rough one it was again it's not like it's like the worst movie ever but when you're comparing it to these movies it is like yeah so again it is it should have been less like just a little bit less it's like they always go a little too over the top for me mm-hmm. um number nine everybody wants some which i will be talking about later again not that it's a bad movie it's just yeah when you're just comparing right um number eight i did the perfect date i actually thought this movie was really cute like i didn't mind it i thought it was a cute movie um and i could see like teenagers really liking it so I thought it was cute. Uh, number seven, I did The King. I f- kind of was like having a hard time with this one. I was like, I'm not sure where to put it. Um, I did enjoy the movie. I would never watch it again. I thought Timothy Chalamet was good. I thought the storyline was really good. And I was pretty into it. I'm not usually into that, that kind of movie. The per- Not period, but yeah, I guess it would be medieval period. Yep. Yeah, it's not generally it's not my favorite. Unless it's Game of Thrones, but. That's magical. Uh, six, Assassination of Jesse James. A slow movie, really well acted. And that one scene, it just stayed with me when that 
train is coming up on the tracks. It's just so beautiful. Um, really well shot and beautiful. But yeah, number six. Number five, American Made. I just thought this movie was super entertaining because of just how like and it's the true story of of, you know, Tom Cruise plays like the real guy who is uh, working with the FBI. No, CIA, obviously CIA. And he's like drug smuggling and gun smuggling, but he's working with them. And I don't know. It's a very interesting, intricate story. And I thought it was really well done uh, for thank you for your service, which I feel like, again, I had it at three and then I. It's hard because you just start flip-flopping, but I just thought it was a really important, good movie, and I think it shows a lot of, you know, these men and women that go over and fight for our freedoms, and then they come back and no one takes care of them, and the way it's not a war movie, but it's about the ramifications of war when you come back, so I just thought it was, because war movies are tough to watch, but they're really important, and I thought Miles Teller was just so good in it, and just, yeah, really good. Um Three, The Fighter, which is three mainly because of Amy Adams, because she was such a rock star in this movie and so different. Like you were saying about Brian Cranston, like it's so fun when you see characters that you're or people that you're kind of used to. Not necessarily that they play the same role, but you're not used to seeing them like that. Like she plays like a bitch, like feisty little Boston girl. And anyways, so Fighter, uh, number two, The Redeem Team. Nice. God, I loved that. It was so good. Um, and then number one is Rise because I loved it. Top two sports. I know. It is funny. I don't like sports, but I do like sports things. Like documentaries or movies about sports I really enjoy. Um, Rise is like, I just highly recommend it. If you just like, just that family and the love and the, it's just such a, be- it's such a beautiful story. So yeah. Those are my top 10. And now we're starting fresh. <laughs> we are. Jack's going to keep track of it, I think, from now on. <laughs> Just be like, okay. No, I think I think we're good. I think, I we've think we can figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do uh, our rock, paper, IMCs. Scissors. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You rock, and I. Rock, paper, scissors. You <laughs> started talking. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. I won. You and I are both scissors, that first one. I think we. It doesn't matter what it is. We always do the same one first. First time. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. So I watched. Everybody wants some. Um, we had to get the movie. I will say. Um, so I don't know where you can watch it. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, it is. Oh, I didn't even put the year, but that's okay. Um, it's Richard Linklater who did like Boyhood, and he's a really good filmmaker. Um, it stars Blake Jenner, Glenn Powell, Ryan Guzman, Zoe Deutsch, uh, Wyatt Russell. And it is so Blake Jenner, which I'll just call him that. His name is Jake in the movie, but he shows up. Um, 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. He shows up at college um, and then he is lives off campus and he is um, on a baseball team. That's what he's there for is to play baseball. So he shows up at his place, meets his roommates slash teammates. They all live in a house. So there's a house and then there's um, a ho- like there's two houses and each, I think in each house there's either eight or 10 players. Um, so the movie is, it's hard to describe this movie because not a lot happens in it, but it's not boring. So I don't know. It's like 
they'll sit around and just like shoot the shit and have some beers and that'll be like 10 minutes of, a, of the movie. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like anything is happening. Um, so they meet everyone in there. They're all just like, it's bros. Like they're just like, you know, hitting each other and the, penis and they're i don't know like just they're being bros i don't know like horsing around yeah they're just yeah probably like pulling pranks on each other yeah like, like they're just kind of being and then other. like you know you're the sophomore and i'm the senior i don't know just pulling like ranks and stuff like that so they drive to this bar and along the way they sing the song and it is like one of the cutest scenes i've ever seen i loved it so much like they all knew the words and i don't even know what song it was because i'd never heard it before but it was pretty cute and so they're all singing along and making like little actions and it was pretty cute. And then, sorry, maybe I could say it's cute one more time. And then, um, so along the way they see girls and then they stop and then they're like, Hey, we're having a party tonight. You want to come by? Like they're just trying to pick up girls basically and like come invite them to their party. Um, so they do that for, you know, like, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Then we go back to the house and the coach is there and the coach is like, okay, you guys, like I have two rules. Ground rules. Yep. Okay. There's only two though. Yep. Okay. Number one, no alcohol. Okay. No partying, no alcohol. The town that this university is in or college, it has donated these houses for your team. Okay. So no partying. This is what he says to them. Okay. Number two, no girls. No girls upstairs. If yeah. you want to have a girl over, that's fine. But they have to stay on the main level. Okay. No girls upstairs. So now we go, um, which is funny they did that because then they should have cut to the party. Yeah. But they went to a bar and and they're dancing and then they bring girls home. So then that's where you see the party, the partying, the alcohol, the girls, everybody's going upstairs. Yeah. Um, like the one guy's like, he's shares a room so he goes up and he's like can i have the room or whatever and the guy is being such a dick he's like no we're not allowed to be bringing girls up as he's holding a beer so he's like well like everybody else is and he's just like yeah no we got to follow the rules so they're just like kind of mean to each other but then i don't know it's like it's such a it must be a boy thing where they're like kind of mean but they're still teammates yeah you still love them yeah um so they're Okay, so then, so then it's like the next day and they're outside and they're just everybody's drinking beers and they're just making these like stupid bets with each other. Like the one guy has an axe and he's like, I bet you if I throw this ball, if you throw the ball for me, I bet you I can cut it in half with this axe and use it as a baseball bat. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. And like that's the kind of like they're just... Yeah, like chugging and beers and like they're just trying to make bets and like whatever. But in and amongst that, they have these little conversations off to the side. Like at one point, Blake Jenner and Wyatt Russell are having this like conversation and it gets like a little deep and then it'll go back to like bro time. So it's an interesting movie how they balance that, I found. <clears throat> I think had they not had that, though, I would have been like, I- I'm going to need something else, you know, but it, yeah, they gave you some kind of substance. Yeah. Um, okay. So then they go and they play pool and this is, I had to quote this because I was like, wow, this is, this will explain the movie like, um, as, as a whole. So they're, they're at pool and you know that, um, 
it's like I don't know what the thing is called, but the cue, like it's like a it looks like a grippy thing. And you if if something's far away, you can use that to put your pool stick on. Yeah. Okay. So this guy brings it out and he's about to do it. And this other teammate of him comes along and he's like, What are you doing? Like he's just like, put that away. It's so embarrassing. He goes, Did your balls drop? Um, then don't use this pussy stick. Um, oh wait, um, and shoot like you have semen in your balls. Like that's what he says to him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then they go and play arcade games. Okay. So then they're <laughs> razzing each other. I love how much of like you are like you said it before, but just how much it's like stuff is just like happening, but it's not really like a plot. It's just it's, like it's stuff. not. It's just them. Okay. And this is a baseball team. Okay. We haven't even played baseball yet. All we're doing is like hanging out, boys, trying to pick up girls, trying to get laid drinking beer Make like it's just bad. yeah like it's just like bro time like hanging out some some boys um so yeah so they go play arcade games they're razzing each other so jay blake jenner's character sends a note to zoe's uh he put he finds out where she lives because he was trying to pick her up before and then she looked in the car this is kind of at the beginning of the movie and she's like oh I like the middle guy and that's where he was sitting so he was like yeah so then they watched where they moved into and then he left her flowers and a note on her door that said like you know call me or whatever um so um yeah so then she ends up calling him and they go out for ice cream and um the funniest part of this it just made me laugh because she goes oh you play baseball when are your rehearsals yeah and I was like totally <laughs> exactly what I would call them to because she is a theater girl so she's like oh when are your rehearsals and when are your yeah, whatever I mean like, like practice do yeah. they be like do you have dress rehearsals <laughs> yeah. no no um so then they go to like they go to another bar so the one guy is like um like who, he goes so it's like a totally different bar so the one bar they were at was like a country bar then they're at um I can't remember, like a dancing bar. And then there's like another kind. And the guy's like, who are we? Like, why are we like, we're at all these different bars. Like, who are we really kind of gets a little existential. And his friend is just like, we're just trying to get laid. Okay. Everybody great. wants some. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then an, we're an hour and a half into the movie and we get a baseball scene. Nice. I was like, okay, here we go. It's the baseball team. So we get a whole baseball team of the practice and kind of get to see like everybody's dynamic there's one guy like i think everybody hates him but he's like a pitcher and they're all like they're always yelling at him and mad at him and stuff so he's kind of a, he's an, he's an odd duck it's a pitcher thing yeah Pitchers like he's just weird. like he's really strange because all of a sudden white russell is like gone like he just he was on the mound and then he's talking to the coach and then he shakes his hand and then he goes so i'm not sure if he got kicked off the team like they don't really say like where is he going? Unless I missed it, but I was like, I would think it would probably be like, so he was like pitching. Yeah. And, and then he, oh, is he the one people don't like? No, they like him. Okay. So it probably then is just like, he probably threw like his like pitching session. And then no, it seemed like he was like off the team. Like oh. he left his glove on the mound, went and talked to the coach, like outside of the baseball and then was like shaking his hand and then like walking away. Huh. So I was like, I don't know if he's on the team anymore. It seems like he's not. That would seem like he's not. Yeah. So then they go swimming in a Creek and they're all just jumping in and swinging on a rope and you know, um, and then the very, not the very end of the movie. Cause I honestly can't even remember how it ends, but, 
um, they end up going to Zoe Deutsch has um, goes to her friend's house for this party. And it is by far the coolest party I've ever seen because it's theater. So it's like the decor is so cool and the people are so like quirky and it's so weird and they do skits and it's really fun. And then like she ropes him into doing a skit and all the boys are like cheering him on and so, I, yeah, I don't really remember it. Ha- like, I don't think there was some, like, magical ending because that's kind of the movie. It was, like, the tone was very, like, just some boys hanging out. Not a, It wasn't a bad movie. It just, like, I wasn't really sure what was going on. So, that's that. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to watch it? Yeah. Um, I, I think I, you, I said, I think you would like it. And then you were like, oh, I'm going to see if the fiancé wants to watch it. And I was like, I don't think she would enjoy it. I think it is. It is geared to a demographic. That is me. Yeah. Okay. Sports. Good to know. Yeah. Um, okay. My uh, my IMC is uh, 2016's Good Kids. Movies made in the same year. Wow. Uh, directed by Chris McCoy. It is uh, after their graduation, four overachievers attempt to reinvent their image and high school reputations by partying for the first time. Yes. They're just taking it's their one last summer together. Um, so we got Zoe Deutsch again, Nicholas Braun from like Succession and stuff. He's like the star of the movie. Um, Ashley Judd, who plays a character that I'll get into later. Uh, Matteo Arias, who is just something he's in like Disney movies. Uh, and Julia Garner's in it. Aww. Not a lot, but. Okay. Just some some amount. Yeah. Um, so we start with like the younger versions of the kids. Like they're like literally children and they're filling out college applications and they're like maybe like seven. Yes. And then other these other kids come over and they're like, hey, do you guys we're going to go to the creek or something or like a abandoned house to go find a dead body? You guys want to come? They're like, what are you going to do? Like if you if you find it and they're like, I don't know, like turn it over. They're both mm. and they're all like, yeah, no, we'll, no. we'll just stay. We're good. Thank you. So it kind of sets up the kind of kids that they are. So they go, like, then we go to present day. They get extra large slush puppies. Yeah. Like slushies. And then the guys, then I figured out this later. So this kid has, like, a bullhorn at the beginning of the movie. And he's in, like, quite a bit of the rest of it. And he's like, God, you guys got extra larges. You're the life of the party. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just really making fun of them. Yeah. So then we find it. So they all have summer jobs. Like, Nicholas Braun is, like, a tennis coach um zoe deutsch is in like this research lab uh mateo arias i'm just gonna say his character's name because his name is lion yes um he's a karate teacher sensei okay uh and then the fourth friend who like i feel bad for this guy because like he's in the movie he's part of this group of four but we like never talk about him there's only one thing that happens for him yeah and it's uh, maybe not insignificant to him uh he works in a restaurant and like wants to be like a chef oh okay fun um so then so lion meets julia garner who's picking up her like niece or cousin from karate class like oh yeah i'm throwing this party like you should come because they were all talking like we need to like go to a party we need to like have fun this summer um then we find out about uh nicholas broad's character it's like definitely getting scammed he has this girlfriend from india Mm -hmm. um who needs two thousand dollars to travel to the u.s to fly there um they try so then they're like oh 
okay like because they're immediately just doubting him they're like oh have you ever skyped and he's like oh like their internet isn't very good and uh, her family's computer like the webcam doesn't work so uh-huh. i haven't seen her yet uh-huh. yeah. so like yeah totally fake you're getting scammed don't send her money the his the emails that she sends goes directly to spam mm. so it's yeah all, all the symptoms there then so they're trying they're trying to talk about going to this party and you find out um i think so we deutsch is going to harvard wow nicholas braun you find out later but he's going to dartmouth mm-hmm. uh lion is going to mit on a scholarship wow and the fourth kid the restaurant kid is going to stanford holy jeez so they they are overachievers they sacrificed fun in high school to go to these great schools yeah um so they're like, we're going to do, we're going to have all the fun because it's like an afternoon party that goes all day, like on a pier or something. So we're going to have all the fun in one day or yeah, in one day for the last four years. Yeah. So then they all are just like, they start like banging on the table they're like, yes. Yeah. So they're calling it the summer of yes. Or anybody asks you a question, you just say yes. Yes. Um, so they go to this part or then they just kind of go to their jobs. Like Nicholas Braun goes to teach tennis and he's teaching this like ladies class and these ladies could not be like less subtly hitting on him like they're like oh when did you turn 18 in january oh um you should come over for a drink sometime (laughs) like um the legal drinking age is like 18 everywhere else in the world then they're like do you give like private tennis lessons boy not not subtle at all ashley judd is one of these characters okay um so then, oh yeah, invite him over for drinks. So then they go to this party and they're like asking people like, hey, where are the drinks? And this guy's like standing outside and he just like points inside. So they walk up and just start like, none of the, it is such a good scene because none of them know what they're doing. So like Nicholas Braun gets vodka, a Lion just grabs a bottle of some kind of dark liquor and they're all like, cheers. And they take a drink, like Lion drinks it like right out of the bottle. Oof. Like, no chaser, no mixer, nothing. Ugh. They drink it, and they're all like, oh, I'm going to throw up. And Nicholas Braun's like, this is, like, burning. I feel like I'm on fire. So not a not a great start. Then uh, Nicholas Braun and the other guy, I'm just going to call him the other guy because yeah. that's how they treat him in this movie. They're just, like, smoking weed with these girls, just, like, hitting a pipe. And then Zoe Deutsch sees her boss that she works with in, like, the research lab is outside having a cigarette with Julia Garner. They're like, here, come and have one. And then she's like well, I guess this is the summer of yes. Like, she doesn't want to, but right. she just is following the rules of the summer of yes. Yes. Um, so then the other guy, because he's a chef, is like, oh, like, I, they're talking about his cookies. Like, oh, yeah, his souffle is amazing. And one of the girls is like, you couldn't make souffle at this party because it's too loud. It'll, like, break or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it has whatever. to be very, like, yeah, quiet. And-, and he's like, I'll make a souffle. So they make a $100 bet for him to make the souffle. So then you just see him walk off screen, and I had to quote this because it's so funny. He's like, oh, is that flour? Oh, no, it's cocaine. Oh. <laughs> but, like, they didn't make it a big deal. It was just, like, a subtle little joke to be thrown in there. Um, so, yeah, they make this bet. Then Lion starts leading high Tai Chi. Okay. So everybody has joints, and he's doing Tai Chi on, like, a log, and people are following him. It, it's it's really funny. Um, Nicholas Braun meets this girl, and they, like, go up to some room. I don't think it's her room, but... Mm-hmm. There's like these creepy dolls in there and he explains because so this girl his girlfriend is coming in August. Right, right. So and he doesn't have any experience. There is even a joke where Zoe Deutsch is like, I think the person that has the least experience in the world has more experience than you. <laughs> no. So then he tells this girl that, Oh, I wanna do my ten thousand hours. 
for sex. Oh, okay. Yes. And she's like, oh, Malcolm Gladwell. And she like knows. And she's like, she has some line where it's like, we'll take a few minutes off of it this time. Uh, but yeah, the fact that like, he's like, I need to do my 10,000 hours. <laughs> for my fake girlfriend. For my, to have sex with my fake girlfriend. Um, they all sneak home. Like Zoe Deutsch, Nicholas Braun get caught. They literally don't show the fourth guy go home. Right. I think he why? just, I think he just kind of like sneaks he in. No really, big deal. Like why even have him in the movie? Yeah. We just ignore him. Like, so lion, he gets home. His parents get home after him. So he's good. Nicholas Braun literally just goes, can I go up to my room? Like he just wants, like, he just does not want to talk to his parents. Yeah. And Zoe Deutsch's parents are like, Oh my God, what happened? Like the, those kind of parents. Right. Um, so they get invited to another party. Yes. Um, in between that, um, Nicholas Braun starts to do the uh, private tennis lessons. Nice. With some of these ladies. Yeah. Um, when we get to the party, um, Lion does uh, Tai Chi this time on acid. Oh. Because his goal of this summer is just like, he's like, I'm just going to like destroy my body. Yeah. Is how Because he's like, uh, like before he's like all about like his mind and like, not treating himself like a ninja, but kind of something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he does Tai Chi on acid. Nicholas Braun is starting to try to learn about the Karma Sutra from, like, India and, like, the sex positions, which is kind of weird. So then he starts doing a lot of private lessons because then word of mouth starts going around. <laughs> well, and he has to get his 10,000 hours. Then. Yes. So th- <laughs> and then we literally do a montage of the private tennis nice. lessons that he's movie doing. movie montage. So then in one of the, in he's with Ashley Judd they're like sitting in the bathtub and her husband comes home. <gasps> so then he has to run out and he's like what about my clothes? She's like forget about your clothes, which is always like so stupid. Let right? him let him go with let him take his clothes. Yeah, a little dignity. And so then he starts he starts driving, he's like speeding cuz he's freaking out, he's naked. Yeah. And then a cop pulls him over and he has like a a golf scorecard that he holds over (laughs) to cover cover the downstairs area um then like once he's once he's technically arrested he's sitting with the officer and one of the other guys from the high school also gets taken to jail they don't explain for what but then he's like calls him like a nerd or something or like math wizard and um the guy's like oh you know math and he gets him to help him with his mortgage oh okay for like no nothing in return oh he doesn't get arrested or anything like they let him go they let him go yeah um but then the other tennis pros at his job catch on that he's sleeping with ashley judd and the one guy's literally like yeah i've been sleeping with her for years like (laughs) how how are you now about to get us caught and like they get mad at him for that um then we kind of just like shove in a storyline that like Nicholas Braun loves Zoe Deutsch. Oh, okay. But she's dating now, dating her boss at work, who's I think he's thirty and they're eighteen. Um, then so the kid with the bullhorn, um, Nicholas Braun gets a text that he they are at another party because yeah they go to like a few parties, and he gets a text from one of the tennis lesson ladies and is like come over. So he goes like just like stumbling into a house and he's just like her name's Diana. He's like, Diana, Diana. And then he sees the the kid with the bullhorn who's like the cool kid in high school who was the one that like said, oh, you guys are so yeah. the party animals. Extra large. Um, and he's babysitting a kid and they have this like actually pretty good conversation of which he said, like, you guys were never not in, or you were never not invited to parties. He's yeah. like, yeah you chose not to come like i didn't invite people people just showed up right like, you were the one that ostracized yourselves and i'm like that's such a good twist on it where 
they wanted they probably wanted to party with you but you just chose not to exactly instead of just like always blaming it on like the cool the kids. cool kids yeah um so then also so lion Mateo arias sounds like he's doing like an adam sandler impression it's just it's just kind of it's it's a little it's, it's out there um then we find out that the fake girlfriend from India is actually real. Oh no! So he sends her the two thousand, like he sends her the two thousand dollars a while ago. But she's she like calls him and is like, oh yeah, I'm at like the shuttle bus, and oh. they're all like, what? So what? then, so then Zoe Deutsch and Lion go with him to like meet the girl. They go to like a bread and a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Um. Then he goes to the bathroom and his pee is burning. Uh oh. So then he goes to the doctor. They find out he has a yeast infection. Of course he does. Um. And he wants to pay the doctor's bill in cash yeah. so that he, there's, there's the, no record and of like it. his parents don't know about yeah. it. And then the girl's like, you slept with 15 women, mm-hmm. which is amazing that they gave it a stat. And and now you're, and you have this much cash, like basically call it like his friends call oh, him a hooker. Right. Because he is getting paid to do the private tennis lessons, which is just him sleeping with them. Um, so then he they like tell him, oh, if you put uh non-sweetened probiotic yogurt mm-hmm. on the yeast infection it'll help it it'll heal it okay and once he meets the girl he's like oh i really want to have sex with her but i have a yeast infection so i can't yeah um so then eventually he like goes out and buys yogurt so then they go they get invited to the final party the big party the of big the summer yeah um so i told you there's one thing yeah. that happens for this fourth character the only thing he wants is he calls it a sweet release. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that. Su- Actually, I'm not gonna let it be subtle because yeah, he, uh, at the first party he like tries to make so not tries to make it's not like that, but like he wants a girl to give him a hand job. Yeah, but she won't because he didn't make her feel special yeah which was actually really funny then he gets one at the last party but i just it bothered me because it's just so like weirdly fake it's in like an open route like let's say it's in maybe like a bathroom but like the door is wide open but then they have something like covering the bottom so you're not seeing what's happening the motion looks weird it's just not that i'm gonna be overly critical of it it just looked like very fake oh okay instead of like a little fake yeah yeah um but then you kind of see the nicholas bronzoi deutsch like he has to like wrestle someone and wins and then she like runs and jumps into his arms. Then his gr- Indian girlfriend mm-hmm. is really sad. But then Lion swoops in and he gets the girl. Nice. Man, it was a good, I guess that might've been a twist, but yeah. uh, before all the husbands were like trying to figure out who's, who is sleeping with their wives. Mm-hmm. They're like, what about the main guy? It's like the main guy who was the one who said like, Oh yeah, I've been sleeping with her for years. years. And they're like, yeah, no, he's into men. Like he, he wouldn't oh. sleep with our wives. <laughs> And then they were like, yeah, no, our wives aren't into Italian guys, which is who the second tennis mm-hmm. pro was. And they're like, oh, what about, I think his name's Andy, but Nicholas Braun was like, the high school kid? No way. Like, basically, that kid's a nerd, but then they figure out it is him. So they come to this final party to fight him. Oh, boy. And uh, I-, I won't say exactly what happens there, but then yeah. the cop that pulled over Nicholas Braun comes back. Okay. And does, like... That's a redeeming moment where he said, you okay. know, I owe, I owe you one. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of does something like that. Okay. Um, then they all just kind of like say their goodbyes. They're off going off to their own schools. And um, instead of telling you what happens at the end, I'm going to talk about how Lion, I don't know if this is real or not, but they're walking to his, like they say bye first. So it's just Zoe Deutsch and Nicholas Braun to say their goodbyes. Yeah. He's walking to his car and jumps like 
into the window, like his window's down, but like jumps in like feet first, <laughs> but then like rolls off the back and does like a sit up. Oh my goodness. I want to know if that was real. Cause if it was, it was so impressive. Wow. Cause he probably could have jumped in and like, just sat like sat down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, so yeah, that is good kids. Okay. They're, Where was it ranked for you? Um, eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In between La La Land and um, Rocket Man. Okay. In between the musicals. Nice. Got to break up the musicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Nepotism Babies will, um, was kind of sub- like we talked about it, but you're the one that kind of did the work. Well, it's not that I did like the work. I just wanted to. Okay. So anyone who doesn't know what a Nepotism Baby, it is someone who gets um it's someone like i'll use an example like goldie hawn and kurt russell have two kids in hollywood kate hudson and wyatt russell oh i did not know that yeah so they would be considered nepotism babies because they got that advantage so what i want to say about nepotism i have no problem with you using your contacts your people i don't care about that but don't act like you don't have it like I don't like to see interviews. Um, there is, should we just like throw people let's, under the bus? Let's just, yeah, let's just go into it. Let's. Okay. So Lily Rose Depp. So Johnny Depp's daughter, mm-hmm. who is now in acting. Um, she, I've only seen her in The King and she was in it for 10 minutes. So I don't know her acting very well. I don't know. Like, she's, she's also like 17. She's older than that now. Is she? Yeah, she's in her 20s, but she was a model and her mom was a model. So and she is basically saying there is no nepotism. She's not part of that. And that's where I struggle. The other person. What is she? My age. Yeah. Like 99. Um, And then the other person is Emma Roberts. So Emma Roberts is Julia Roberts, one of the biggest stars. It's her niece. And so she is like, I read this article about her and she was like, I... I can't remember the word she used. Like, basically, I don't subscribe to nepotism. Like, I don't believe in it because I don't have, I didn't get all the roles I went out for. And it's like, that's not what it's about. It's about you have an advantage because you know people and that's okay. Like, it's just acknowledge it, right? Yeah, it's knowing people and like your name. I mean, maybe a name like Roberts isn't that, like it's it's more of a common last name. Yeah. But like if your last name is Han yeah. or like, I guess even Johnson is, is a normal one. If you have like a very famous parent, like yeah. if there is Robert Downey the third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- people are going to know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Are a lot of people going to immediately connect Emma Roberts to Julia Roberts? No. No. But once you figure out there's that there's that connection it's i think it's impossible to say there isn't some influence yeah. because of your name or because of yeah your parent zoe or, kravitz yes lenny kravitz and lisa bonet are her parents she has she is a nepotism baby that is not a bad thing though and i think that's where we're s- struggling with is like it's not bad that you've used your your parents to get ahead but you are not going to stay in Hollywood if you are not good (laughs) and so that's where I'm like just acknowledge it um so the one we will get into is Gwyneth Paltrow which you and I somewhat differ I don't think I don't sorry I wouldn't say we differ I just she I like her she just this this what she talked about definitely leans more to my side of the argument right is she is she had a conversation with Haley Bieber, 
who is a Baldwin yep. and married to Justin Bieber. The two of these girls sat there, sorry, women, sat there and talked about how they have to work twice as hard to make it in this industry. And I really have a hard time with that because how are you measuring who's working harder? You can't say you work harder. Yes, you definitely have to prove yourself more than someone who doesn't have. I understand that side of the argument, but by saying I work I work twice as hard, I think is a real disservice to other people that like who why are you saying you're working harder? Can you imagine being in a movie with Ben Paltrow and she's like, "Yeah, I had to work twice as hard." Like, what? No, I'm still working hard like, right? Yeah. It you it's people you it's it's an advantage whether you want to take advantage of it or not or you want to claim it or not it's it's an advantage you yeah. you have you have your dad is Stephen Baldwin your uncle, uncle Alec yep. is Alec Baldwin like if you see and before it was Haley Baldwin so yeah. you would look at that name and I would say that's not as common of a last name it wouldn't be that hard to go oh who is she related to someone yeah and then like yeah twice as hard like yeah i could understand yeah you're you have to prove yourself to a different extent because people then are gonna say oh you're this person like some people would probably look at that and say oh i'm not gonna pick you because of this which probably lends more to the emma roberts side of it yes but also a lot of people don't care like yeah you still whether you know someone whether you're a family member or not you still have to do the work. You still have to put and yourself you, out there. And you still have to be right for the role. Yes. It doesn't matter if who your name is. You still have to be right for the role, but you are getting the advantage of knowing agents, of knowing how to get your foot in the door that other people like don't have that, you know? So it's just, I feel like it's just about acknowledging it. One person I really want to touch on is Maya Hawk. So she is Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman's daughter. She's just pretty new. I would say on the scene, right? We've seen her in stranger things. We've seen her. She's in a Netflix movie. Yeah. With Camilla oh, Mendes. With Mendes. Yeah. Um, she, this is her quote from her. I am very grateful to my parents made it so easy for me to do the thing I love. I'll get a couple of chances on their name. And if I suck, I'll get kicked out. And that's what should happen. Like, could not be more perfect. It is acknowledging that she did get an advantage. She does have a bit of privilege. She's using that. Nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with that. But she also understands that if she sucks, like, she's not going to be able to stay. And I think that is the way, if you are a nepotism baby, that is the way you have to approach it. You can't say, no, I don't have that. <laughs> like, you have to say, yes, I do. It's like us being white people and saying we don't have privilege. Yes, we do have white privilege. Like, it's just the way it is. And you just have to acknowledge it and carry on, right? Yeah. Especially for for Maya Hawk, that's like, that's a double, like, yeah. du double, like, your parents are incredibly famous. So I think people would gravitate towards we want to give you that chance yeah because not only do it like she looks like both of her parents she like does. it's uncanny it's like so it's nuts to me when i look at it and you walk in with the name hawk yeah which is not not a common last name so yeah wouldn't take you long to go must be related to ethan hawk yeah exactly another one who has a double is maude apatow now we love maude yes we love this family um, and she fully recognizes it. Another quote from her. This is direct from her. I 
she understands, considers herself very lucky. Lucky she's going to keep going and making good work. Like that is her. Like she's not saying like she understands where it came from, and she just wants to. She just wants to play. Like I just want to do that. I feel like we're going to see really great things with her. Her dad is Judd Apatow, great director. Mom Leslie Mann. You know, I think her sister does stuff too, Iris, but I don't think she's. Not quite there yet. Where Mod like was on Euphoria, like yeah. that was one of the biggest shows, and also with Judd, like he put her in movies. Yeah. Like when, when she was younger, she was in movies, so that's an advantage he gave to her, whether she wanted to use it or not. Yeah, exactly. Um, Zoe Deutsch. So her mom, a lot of people don't know this, is Leah Thompson. So she was very, very popular in the 80s. She was in all the 80s movies, like Some Kind of Wonderful, Back to the Future. Um, so her mom is, uh, I'm not sure what her dad does. I, I looked it up. He was uh, like director, writer. Like he worked with, um, I want to say it was Richard Linklater, to be honest. Oh, okay. Which kind of maybe adds into the everybody wants some. I'm yeah. gonna I'm going to look that up while you're... Um, so she's really, Zoe Deutsch is actually making a really good name for herself. I really enjoy seeing her and I think she's got a really good attitude about it too. Like, I think she's on the side of, yeah, I'm going to work hard and I hope I get to continue doing this because she loves it. Right. Uh, so her father, Howard Deutsch, um, is, yeah, is, uh, so he worked in collaboration a lot with John Hughes. Oh, so yeah. he, uh, directed two of two of Hughes' best known screenplays, Pretty in Pink and Some Kind of Wonderful. Yeah. So you have a lot of different connections out of that. But I also wanted to look at, like, the stuff... Zoe Deutsch is, like, not sitting back. Like, I know you have set it up written down there, but, like, I want to do this as quick as possible. But, like, I'll go from 2018. So, yeah, she did Set It Up in The Professor. She did Buffalo. She did Zombieland Double Tap, mm -hmm. the sequel. Uh, the Outfit, Not Okay, Something from Tiffany's. Like, she is someone that, like does not stop working right yeah and it's and it's good and but I think she has proven herself this is what I will say some of them have to prove themselves and I think she's one that is proving herself to me um Dakota Johnson not fanning Dakota Johnson John Johnson's daughter with Melanie Griffith um and then Melanie Griffith married Antonio Banderas so she was raised by both of those men so big Hollywood people mm -hmm. um but i could not be more obsessed with dakota johnson i think she's more than proved herself to be a very competent actress i think she is like one of those like people i don't know if she's fully getting the credit for what she's accomplishing right so i feel like she is one of those like you okay yeah okay um i just feel like she is um She's just one to watch. I think she's got some really interesting. She makes good choices. She makes really interesting choices to me. Let's talk about some men. So John David Washington is Denzel's son. Yeah. I did not know that at first. I did see his name as John David Washington, but I didn't put it together because I always say Denzel Washington. Like it's just one of those like it goes together. Um, I remember seeing him in Black Klansman and then Malcolm and Marie. There's been a few things where I have seen him and he blows my mind. I think he is one of the best, if not the best up and coming stars. Did he? He's Denzel is his dad. Like he definitely had an advantage there. Right. But 
He's proving himself. Yeah, he's someone that it's weird to say they're doing it on their own name, and I don't think he's the only one. Like, to me, Zoe Deutsch is another one. Like, Zoe Kravitz, yeah, you think of Lenny Kravitz, but she's, like, doing her own thing, like, so, like, I don't want to say so much or so well, but, like, she's doing something so different than what Lenny's doing. Yeah. And, like, John David Washington isn't taking on those Denzel roles. Like, the first time I saw him was Ballers. Like, right. Like, he played the diva wide receiver and does it incredibly. And then, yeah, like, he's, Malcolm and Marie is just a play, and it's just him and Zendaya, and there is not, unless there is a moment that they want it to be dull for a second, that's the only time it is in that movie. Like right. they just they are superstars and I I just don't I don't think he is doing it. Like he wouldn't be getting this many chances just because his dad. Yeah. Like he wouldn't be starring in a Christopher yeah. Nolan movie. Like the, all the chances I'd not say oh, I shouldn't say all the chances, but maybe he gets into ballers because of his dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the work he's done has elevated him elevated him to this point where he's he's not talked about enough because he's one of like the greatest actors out there and yeah. he still has so much time in front oh, of him right i know i'm so excited to see so we did touch on uh kate hudson and white russell so white russell is goldie hawn and kurt russell's son and then kate hudson is goldie hawn and the her pat her previous husband or whatever but she was raised by kurt russell so that whole like family and oliver hudson you know, like he's an actor as well. Like that whole family is full of actors, but they're all really great. Like they're all like Wyatt Russell is definitely one I'm excited to see of what choices he makes. Um, he was in this movie that I just watched this week. He doesn't say a lot. Like he just has like kind of a few lines or whatever. But um, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I just like the acting on him. I mean, that's just like it's a Marvel TV show. You're not... I don't know if you're I was expecting that level of like he is he is acting. the I guess we'll call him an anti-hero. Yeah. He wants to be a hero, but he's he does. Just, he just, wants to do good things, but he's really it just the way he moves his body too, right? Yeah. Um Dan Levy, like if we didn't have nepotism babies, we would not have Shits Creek. And that would be a shame. I was trying to think about when they made the show. Was it both of them or was it just Dan that did it? I think Dan wrote it and pitched it. But I think and but he I think he says, had to pitch it to Eugene, didn't he? Yeah. And he says, without my dad's connections, this show wouldn't have got made. So you're just acknowledging it. And that's OK. And then the show. I mean, it's one of the best shows ever made. It's it's so great. Um, Elizabeth Olsen. Sorry, I know we were talking about boys. I don't know why she's on this side. Elizabeth Olsen. Um she said her quote was nepotism is a thing and I'm very aware of it. And of course I've always wanted to do it on my alone, but she recognizes that she, uh, your last name is Olson. Like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. Your it's going to be o- hard to older, do older sisters. And th- it's a, it's a case where we're saying nepotism babies, but nepotism doesn't just have, to, it's just based on your name. Like yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley Olson, like early two thousands, like really propelled themselves and are not like super famous now but are just kind of they're well they have a now, huge they? yeah they have a, it's called the row or row <clears throat> it's either row or the row i'm not sure crazy crazy line clothing line like super popular very expensive definitely a clientele that has money um but elizabeth olsen has like she's forged her own path into acting like she's she's doing her own thing she's and not at this point i would say she's ascended above 
Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh, one hundred percent. If you if you say Olson, most people would probably say Elizabeth. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you had a couple that you thought of too, right? Uh, well, I, I said Jack Quaid because yes. son son of Dennis, uh, and then even you could just throw in the fact that your uncle was Randy Quaid, like. And his mom's Meg Ryan, who was super oh, yeah. popular back in the day. So you kind of have that almost generational where like uh, I was about to say Randy Dennis Quaid is more like 90s 2000s but Meg Ryan was like 80s 90s 90s, yeah um he he hasn't done like I know he's in the boys like he has smaller roles outside of that but he's someone where I look at and I'm just like is is the only reason you're here because of your parents right right and like I don't I don't think Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan are walking into Amazon like, listen, our son needs to be on the boys. Yeah. Like so he, there has to be something there. Yeah. There's, but it's like, is your staying power? Like is it, your, the, the, your name can open the door. Can your work keep it open? Nice. I like the way you said that. That is very true, right? I mean, it's they are, they have to prove themselves just like everybody does, though. Right. Like and also not but not twice as much. Yeah. No, I can't stand when they say that. Because Meg is trying to get into this business and she doesn't have anyone that's like going to help her. And she's going to have to work twice as hard, if you want to say, to get an agent. Whereas they would have to get it. An agent would be probably handed to them from their parents. Right. So I know this twice as hard thing just really irked me. It gave me it gave me the ick. And and it's also hard when it's Haley Bieber and Gwyneth Paltrow, who are two very successful women. And like have uh, forged their own path i guess in the sense of they're not doing what their parents did necessarily yeah no that's true for sure no it is there they are like i mean gwyneth was really into acting and then kind of after the like she's done the marvel movies but before that she wasn't really like she wasn't really doing much and like she's just doing her goop which started as just like a fun thing i i do like that part of it i do love goop let me tell you like I'm into the goop thing. Um, I just, sometimes she says things and I'm like, Oh, I don't know if that's being taken out of context or what with her. Um, cause I can see why people get triggered by her is the way I will word it because she does say some things that you're just like, wow, you're just not aware right now. Right. You're just, yeah. Anyways. Cause there's a couple, I looked up the list that I was looking at a couple people where like, I didn't know like Kyle Chandler's daughter or, uh deacon philippi yes that's um that's right um reese witherspoon and um ryan philippi have two kids together and deacon is trying to get into music and i know he did put out a song i don't know if he's a producer if he's anyways like i know he's trying to kind of break into the music industry and she is an actress so she probably knows people but it's not her it's not her uh, level of expertise that's for sure right I think an interesting one that I don't know if people talk about a lot is Jaden and Willow Smith. Right. From your parents being Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. Yeah. Who just named their kids after themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Willow, Will, and then Jada, Jaden. Yeah. They're an interesting family. They definitely have an air about them that they do think they are better than most um i actually really like willow's music i'm kind of into jade and i don't really know so i can't really say much about him his, but. his music is definitely not in your taste necessarily but also he's 
I'll, I'll just say like he's condescending on Twitter when like people have now turned it into a meme where he's like, you know, why aren't we talking about like politics more where like it's not a bad thing to be talking about that but it's just in specific groups like he was like mad that kids his age weren't talking about that kind of stuff like okay. before or yeah, i guess even now cause it's not like he's that old but then like do you really you're gonna get mad at just, like 15 16 17 year olds for not wanting to talk about politics and the world more yeah. like it's just not their upbringing is not just them i'm saying in general of a hollywood kid is so different and they'll say like oh my childhood was you know the same as yours it's really not and that's okay but it's just interesting when they're like you know I mean you guys are going to private schools you're going to you're going on vacations you're it is it's just different right so it's just like acknowledging it but I guess if they don't know any different they just think it's a normal to them right so I don't know uh the two more I had were Lily Collins and Phil Collins Lily Collins is a hard one for me. I, she hasn't quite proven herself for me. Like I don't, I I don't watch Emily in Paris, so I don't really know her from that. And the only other thing I've seen her is is stuck in love that you watched. And there was another one she did. I think it was called to the bone. She was really good in that. She played an anorexic. She was actually really good in that, but I'm still not at the point where I think she has made it on her own volition. So that's what I'll say about her. I think it, for her, for me at least, it's she's in more of the conversation, like the Gwyneth and uh, who was the other person that uh, was Emma Roberts or uh, not that um, Gwyneth and uh, Haley Bieber, just because she's not singing like her dad. Yeah, it's the only thing that I'm thinking is a little bit different, but also if it's Phil Collins, you're gonna pay attention to who Phil Collins' daughter is. Yeah, for sure. My last one probably opens up more of a conversation, so I don't want to jump into it too deeply. But I just wonder where do where does the Kardashian Jenner mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. fall into this conversation? Because like you you can't look at me and tell me it doesn't exist. And for me, it starts with Caitlyn, formerly Bruce Jenner, mm-hmm. who like your children can is Kylie Kendall Kylie. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, but then also there's. I mean, not everyone is trying to do what everyone in that family is doing. Like, there's obviously Rob Kardashian and there's yeah. Brody. Oh, wait, Brody Jenner? Like, the one from that movie you just watched? No. Is he not in that? Blake. Uh, His name's oh. Blake Jenner, but it's not a Jenner. Like, that, that Jenner. Family. But I, I just wonder where is it less... Or, sorry, it's probably more nepotism for their next generation. Yeah. Where well, it's like yeah. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West children yeah. or Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson's children yeah. or uh Courtney and Scott Disick. Yeah. Or, or Travis, Kylie and uh, Kylie Travis and Scott. Travis Scott. Even like Travis Barker's son. Like yeah. there's just uh, there's a lot of nepotism in that family, but I think it's actually a generation later than Yeah, we're not quite there yet because I wouldn't say they are nepotism babies um because he was an Olympic star. I don't know how many doors got open, but you never know. Like they could have, but I do believe and this may be controversial, but I do believe those women work really hard yes, for absolutely. like in their businesses, especially Kim. You know, they've started businesses and they're successful and they wouldn't be successful just based on their name. If pe- if their product was crap, people would people would stop buying it. So Skims is huge with Kim Kardashian's line right now is huge. Kylie's whole thing, cosmetics, whatever, huge. 
um, Kendall's one of the highest paid supermodels. You know what? The girl's gorgeous. Like, yeah. And she had a really hard time with it because she wanted to make it on her own. But it's at some point you have to realize those doors are opening because I remember one episode when uh, she was really young. I think she was like 14 or 15. And Kim was trying to help her by giving her, oh, I'm going to introduce you to people or whatever. And she was such a brat because she didn't want that. She was like, I don't want you to do that. I want to do this on my own. And I respect that from her, but I also think it's okay. You can take advantage as long as you acknowledge, I think is where our conversation has gone to like allow, allow those doors to be open, take advantage of everything. And then work hard. Like you would work hard no matter what, like not twice as hard, but just work hard, like work hard, prove yourself and do a good job. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like you could be looking at this in 10 years and saying, Look at John David Washington. Look Mm -hmm. at Maya Hawk. Yeah, their parents are incredible, but look what they've done. Yeah, exactly. They're forging their own path and doing their own thing. So, yeah, it's an interesting conversation. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. One of the it's probably the most one of the most different conversations we've had because it's pretty just like open ended. Yeah. Like, you you know, we could talk. There's tons more we missed. Right. Like we're just. Yeah. But it's just a it's an interesting conversation to have because it gets brought up a lot in Hollywood from that's that mm-hmm. uh our next episode uh we've got our imc triple nine and tower heist yes and in that theme of heist yes we're gonna do a heist movie draft we sure are drafts are an interesting with one with you and i look at your devilish little face right now i don't know if there's like a de- i mean i haven't looked into heist movies but i can't think of like oh wait actually there's probably there's probably a movie that should be picked first but Okay, well, there's only one I really, really want. Okay, well, we don't need to talk about this because I, w- I would rather s- spoil it and take your movie than Rude. you tell me and then I feel bad. Oh, okay. And then okay. I take it and okay. I take it anyways. So let's not say what we want. I've already looked into them and I know which one I want, number one. Okay. So I just hope I win. Or maybe I get I pick first and don't pick the movie you want. Okay. Probably not, but, you know, <laughs> it's possible. Can you give me a hint? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, Case. You got anything else? Got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.